0: Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the MTG Complex cast. My name is Steven. I'm joined by my co-host John. Hello. And Chris. Hello. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about the uh, Challenger decks that were announced by Wizards, and we'll also be talking about the uh, updates to the Vintage Cube. Uh, But before we get started on our show, just want to keep you guys in the loop. This will be our last cast of 2017, but we'll be back after the holidays in 2018. Uh, so let's kick things off with our weekly roundup where we talk about what decks we piloted and what decks we played against this week. Uh, Chris, let's start with you.
1: Well, I know last week I said that I was going to play some Just Guy's Sentency Combo, but... Yeah, liar. Liar. Um, someone was supposed to provide me with my Sylvan Karyotids to make the deck work and they, uh, didn't, they <laughs> didn't follow through. So I had to uh, fall back onto uh, a backup deck mm-hmm. which happened to be... Uh, one of our favorites, uh, Spaghetti Stompy.
2: Explain, explain the Spaghetti Stompy. Well, you see, he's got vomit on his sweater already. My that palms is. are quite soft. <clears throat> Mom's spaghetti. Basically, <laughs> face
1: palm. <laughs> you're, uh, you're trying to play... Uh, it's a Carlos El Jazzy Stompy deck. So you're playing all of the fast mana you can get your hands on. So you got your drowsy temples you got your mm. gemstone caverns mm-hmm. and of course simian spirit guides so uh, your opening hands you typically want to see uh, like a turn one chalice or um, uh, early thought not seer these kinds of things and to help you uh, achieve said uh, terrific hands the deck's playing four copies of serum powder beautiful that's fantastic for those of you who don't know what Serum Powder is...
2: What? They must an, not play uh, any
1: Vintage. It's a <laughs> three-mana artifact from Darksteel. It taps for a colorless mana. It also says, if you would uh, take a Mulligan and Serum Powders in your hand, you may instead exile your hand and draw that many cards instead. Great. So, you see your opening seven, it's pretty awful, but as a Serum Powder, you get to just exile your whole seven and just draw seven more.
0: That changes, like, the probabilities in your deck, doesn't it? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Huh.
1: What's also pretty adorable is uh, you're also playing four Eternal Scourges, so if you exile them to your Serum Powders, they're not really gone. That's sweet. It's like plus one.
0: Yeah. So that's like that's just adding another card into your hand, essentially, right? Yeah. yeah so
1: there was a game where I Serum Powdered twice and then mulled to six, but I had exiled three Eternal Scourges in the process, so it's like I mulligan to nine with a scry. <laughs> God, that's crazy.
0: So that, that seems pretty sweet. strong. <laughs> Turn mm. three, I'm just gonna cast this thing.
1: Now, uh, you might be thinking that this sounds like a pretty high variance deck because if you're playing something like Serum Powder to try and you know make the deck work, you know it must be really up to the opening draw. And you would be correct. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's, not, it's not really a combo deck, but it's pretty high variance. So it's pretty Feast or Famine. And it was definitely
0: a feast night, let me tell you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so so you won FNM, I take it? Yeah, so um 0 He 4-0. drew FNM. Oh, God. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> so, That's mean, an I important note. <laughs> drew
2: with me.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I faced John in the finals, and we drew. And then we he played it s- the camera anyway savagely
2: and- crushed me. <laughs> 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 it was the worst paddling I've gotten in months. That's funny. It was the least amount of magic played by far yeah
1: <laughs> any match i played in the past like months it's okay.
2: like game one crush me game two you like powder twice keep seven yeah and i'm old, a four
0: <laughs> that's awful wasn't that even sucks. looking for sideboard <laughs> cards
2: just wanted you know lands and spells
0: so like game one i i play
1: a land you play a visions visions. i play a child sun one the game ends <laughs>
0: Just downhill from there. Uh-oh. John can't do anything relevant. Yeah, basically. Despite <laughs> his best efforts. It's like
2: still kind of like twitching and kicking for like another five turns or whatever, but that's funny. Yeah.
1: Dead And then game two, like I had an option to play Chalice and the Land, but I was like, why do that when I can play more relic of Regenitus? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <sighs> it's like, oh so your threats are uh typically Tarmogoyfs and Hooting Mandrils, huh? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, Dead. yeah there's definitely some games i felt i had no business winning i was able to grind through with like secret wreckages or eternal scourges and mm. the deck is very bizarre and i think I'm a lot sh- of people are not prepared on how to like combat what's going on i'm sure
0: like anybody who's ever played vintage is just like oh yes i'm very well versed in this or like like legacy with like played against any kind of deck they're like oh yes i know exactly what to do to
2: beat this deck yeah and mold just, force of all oh wait yeah
0: exactly and so they just like scoop their cards up and say you win goodbye
2: yeah basically <laughs> basically what i did i mean i tried to give it a little bit more for the camera but like <laughs> we're done like all right bye so wait, oh, my, like tur- 20, my turbo 20, xerox right? dollar deck
1: I think it's a twinless twin, and he goes. Oh, I I I'm a, I won that die roll, which was amazing. I won more die rolls that night than ever. Um, so open like you know, land go, or I go like land mimic because that's the thing I get to do. Play a beautiful a, a goblin piker on turn one. Yes, and he just plays Tarn pass. So I'm like, okay, well, I hope you don't spell snare this chalice on one. Go for the chalice. He goes basic mountain, uh, burst lightning. Your your guy. I'm like, all right, fair enough.
2: Man, burst lightning. I used to play that card.
1: Burst he goes lightning. second land pass. I go you know third land eternal scourge. He remands it. Okay, fine. He untaps and slams his blood moon triumphantly. And you're like, okay, I'm like, all right, cool. I untap. I play a chalice on two, and pass back. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, ha huh, ha. Huh. Okay. What dude? He, he plays a second red source, so he has like island island red source red source. I'm like, oh no cryptic, eh? So I get to untap, play a, a dude, pass it back, he like draws a card, passes back, <laughs> like attack you for a three, pass, passes back, attack for three, pass, passes back, and he never casts a spell ever again.
0: That's rich. <laughs> That's great. This was the Twinless Twin deck? Yeah, and I even had Twinless a basic Twin. waste.
2: Twin. I was like,
1: eh, you're playing Moon, <laughs> I'm not afeard of no Moon.
2: That's weird. Yeah, yeah. like we were talking about before the cast started, like, deck doesn't care about Moon all that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind
1: of weird. You think, oh my god, you know, it's so good, because it was so good against the uh, Colorless Eldrazi decks in the past, right? Because they just couldn't play their Dot knots or Reality Smashers or anything like that.
0: Yeah, but if you're just playing Stompy, I guess it's, like, irrelevant. It's, like, whatever. Yeah, but also
1: I'm playing Waste, and, like, Serum Powder, you can cast Serum Powder. And it makes a colorless. Yeah. So it's like, oh... You know, build your own waste. <laughs> get Three you mana build get your your a waste. card that does both. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Serum Power does it all. Goes fast, goes long. Weird. Uh, so, uh, speaking of uh, your
2: deck, John... <laughs> Going fast? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast! <sighs> yeah, I, uh, I ran back Rugdalver. Um... I went to a um, a three one finish in in uh, actual matches played. I lost to Chris in the finals. Um, deck still feels really solid, but old uh, Jawsy Stompy is definitely like the nightmare matchup. Like hmm. it's got to be like 80 eighty twenty, ninety ten, something in your in something your favor. Absurd, yeah. Yeah, it's just like their their ability to find and deploy turn one or two turn two Chalice is I don't know what the like, we'd have to do the math on it, but it's like it's really high, right, Chris? It's like what like, above 40% or something, probably? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty good. Like, I, I think Powders really kind of makes the math screwy. Yeah. 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 Well, the people have it all figured out, because I know I, I used to play Vintage Dredge, well I do sometimes still, and um, <clears throat> that's a deck that all, all it cares about is having Bizarre. They'll mull down to one card just looking for Bizarre. Um, and that's a Draw like, 3, Discard 3? Discard two, 2. Or Draw... Discard 3. Yeah, Draw 2, Discard 3, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, just, like, turbocharges your Dredge deck. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, like they—they they, all they want is that one card, and like the—the the math on it with Chalice, it's like, they're like, like, like high, high 90, 90s to get get a, a bizarre. Like they're they're basically wow. guaranteed, but that's only down to like one, right? Yeah. Um, but like, the the math on on deploying Chalice in this deck has to i i am i just like roughballing the numbers in my head. I—I got to think it's like in the forty percent range. Yeah, it's got to be good. Yeah, that's like that's really good, right? Because like a lot of decks can't beat a Chalice on one. Yeah, so, Some can um, but sometimes yeah. you Not play many. your
1: turn one chalice off a spirit guide and they just don't care at all and you feel yeah. bad yeah <laughs>
2: affinity does that every once in a while mm-hmm. yeah exactly um so uh but aside for that uh it felt pretty good um the deck is just like just put so much power on the board so quickly like goyf into mandrels or mandrels into goyf whatever it's just like your stuff's just huge and stubborn yeah. isle is a beast of a card um i'm gonna after playing the list for two weeks now, I've definitely got like a few little tweaks um, to make to the deck. Um, Mm -hmm. um, I want to get that fourth Summer Denial main deck like for sure, and um, I just need to like play, play some of the spells a little bit. It's like a little off. Like, I don't know, like how good like vapor snag necessarily is when like some Charm like i I don't think there's a lot of situations where you like have to have a one mana vapor snag effect i think that just having the charm is fine yeah i think like the second charm is like not as good as the fourth denial so or i got a little a little few little tweaks there um so i don't know maybe maybe it's like Maybe maybe this maybe you do want two charms instead of snag and then you get the fourth one. I don't know something like that. Anyways, yeah. Um, I don't.
1: I don't know. Is anyone going to play around the second Simic
2: charm? No, no, <laughs> no, they definitely don't. It gets them. It gets them real good. I mean, like, to be fair,
1: like they didn't play around the first one either. But
2: yeah, this is like well, okay, that's a thing. They're definitely not expecting the second one.
0: who like, of them?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just like gets you. Ah. Um. So yeah, uh, the deck's pretty fun. I don't know the one of the downsides of like playing like a different deck like almost every week is i'm getting to like lose perspective on like what i actually want to play like if like we're we're going to gp santa clara i was thinking today i was like okay i need to bring like a modern modern deck for like side events and i was like what the hell do i bring i only (laughs) want to bring like one deck and it's just like like I don't know. Like I could bring like twenty different decks. I don't <laughs> have a night. I don't have the, a clue. The like, price of good content. Yeah, and it's just like I'm not very like practiced in anything right now. I was like, maybe Man, I'll... I bet.
0: I bet you this is exactly what uh how Saffron Hollow feels.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> just I like know. I could go to this tournament this weekend, but like, what? What am I gonna
2: play? Yeah. Like, like, if, if I want to try, what deck should I bring? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. It's like I guess if I want to try hard, I should bring like you know like jeskai or uh grixis, grixis. shadow actually yeah. i have my Goyves back now i should play uh, four color shadow I, it's like a deck i've been kind of i'd forgotten i've been kind of chomping at the bit to play that deck and that,
0: that deck is like slowly coming back up the ranks
2: yeah i thought i thought it's better than grixis for a while honestly the version that plays summer denial specifically mm-hmm. uh, i think summer denial is too big of a get to pass upon but um yeah i, I think that's really good um, but I was, like, thinking about bringing Rug Delver until I just thought about Four-Color Shadow. So maybe maybe I bring Four-Color Shadow, I don't know. I yeah, I, mean, yeah, I just, know what you're talking about with, like, the whole switching the deck every week thing, because, like, I haven't
1: been on the same deck two weeks in a row leading up to this GP, like, yeah. and I'm the just, modern player, and I just have no idea. But I'm... I just
2: always feel like the last deck you played is, like, the best deck, you're just like, oh yeah, this deck, this deck was sweet, let's play this deck, and it's like, <laughs> that can't be right. Like the last deck you played can't always be the best deck. It's not like yeah. you're progressively playing better decks. It's just like fresher in your mind. and it's like, like it oh, makes... you know, it's always not be 4-0. Oh, edit 3-1. Oh, this thing. 3-1. You know. yeah it's Must be like... the best. So, I don't know. um, Like, gotta try, take a step back and like, think a little bit more objectively if I just want to like bring one deck to like grind out value on side events, right? But I also don't want to bring like something miserable to play either. Yeah. But like all the decks I've played lately have been like really sweet. Like the four-color Bedlam Roblox deck was like, hot fire like i love playing that. <laughs> dollar oh yeah sweet like maybe i don't bring four color shadow just because i'm not sure how much fun i'll have playing it maybe yeah I'll, maybe i'll get a chance to play it, like an fnm before then and and can i like, see again like, eh, maybe i don't want to play this i don't know so <laughs> but yeah that's kind of where i'm at oh then I didn't uh i did an unstable draft over the over the weekend i drafted uh blue white contraptions cool cool yeah clock napper is like a really busted card like steal your opponent's beginning phase you like get get your you know upkeep you still their upkeep you get to trigger your contraptions they don't get to trigger their contraptions you That's untap so your lands so you get to hold counter magic up on their turn and then you draw a card it's like oh man that card is so good in a control deck yeah it feels, that feels sounds awesome, awesome. <laughs> it's like turn five jam it like if, if they're like tapped out or whatever just like jam it turn five I you want to have counter. counter magic up it's so so good I wanna do that in modern. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah, still so in the beginning phase. <laughs> sounds way too good for modern. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean at five mana. like that card would be playable, right? Even though it's five, like Yeah, definitely. Like you're just like, yeah, I'm like
0: you're I'm tapping out, but like drawing a card, untapping my lands, and having any upkeep triggers.
1: But see, it's like you draw a card, but then your opponent doesn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that's <laughs> it's yeah that's the best part better <laughs> like it's not even just you know the draw but they so.
2: still get a combat step so but they don't untap though so it's like yeah they
0: don't un- yeah they don't untap so if like they if they attack last turn like if they tapped out last turn like that's it
2: like you're like, gonna do nothing this turn what card would you rather have in modern would you rather have this or would you rather have baleful strix uh
0: baleful strix yeah we don't, right. we don't need strix so i well. mean the, I, affinity, the affinity player wants the baleful strix
2: I, I feel like baleful Strix like actually just crushes you though doesn't it uh yeah but i get to play it yeah it's an artifact is it good enough for affinity uh
0: a 1-1 one, one with death touch yeah it, it draws is, you it's
2: blue black though it's blue black oh that's right it's blue black uh i'm sure you could jam a few in there <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I trust you. You've been jamming anything and everything into that. That's deck true. Lately. That's true. I've
0: been I've been looking for like the Affinity Hot Spice and I haven't found it yet.
2: Speaking of what you jammed into your deck this week, what did you play? Uh,
0: so I actually may make. So I, last week I said I was going to be playing like Claim to Fame or something like that, and you're both liars. You, are you also a liar. <laughs> and basically, John was like, oh, "I played this sweet teamer list," uh, and I was like, "Oh, I love teamer." That's my shit. <laughs> so, I played a teamer I played his teamer list and uh I went undefeated at Magic at Modern and then uh I was playtesting with my friend and it's just like this deck is just so good. Like I played so I played against uh KCI and I played the control. Like I played the control yeah. that whole game. And then the matches before that, I was like the total aggressor. Like like turn to Hooting Mandrels for like 10 consecutive games. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: Z, like, that's easy. into Mandrels is like really sweet.
0: <laughs> like, I, I never thought I would ever like not want to play my goifs but there's so many times where I just had like three mana or whatever, and like I could either like play a Goyf or, you know, and then hold up like Stemmer Denial, or I could hold Mana Leak and Stemmer Denial up.
2: Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't need this Goyf. My, my Hooting Mandrels will get there. Or you just like slip into a Delver and like yeah, keep, keep Leak like... up or something, yeah.
0: And then I played, uh, I played against Storm, and I played the control the whole game until I like, like felt safe resolving my creature and felt safe like attacking, going into the red. And then you know he kept trying to like combo off, and I was like, no, Manly, Stumber Nile, uh, Man Spell Snare, like all these sweet cards and. So like the vapor snag was only relevant against my friend's deck, who was playing uh, crap. The he's playing the, crap. Well, no wonder you beat him. Yeah, it was it was Mardu crap. <laughs> um, it was the uh, the Mardu deck that runs the
2: the creature that costs less for instant sorceries in your graveyard. Bedlam Reveler, yeah, Bedlam yeah. Riveler. It's the Mardu. It's the the deck that the four color list I played is based off of. Yeah, it's that been one. huge on Moto.
0: So, so the only time vapor snag and like the bounce uh, effect was of irrelevant was when he played that on an empty hand, and I was like, enter the battlefield trigger on the stack, oh, bounce it to your hand, make oh, you discard it.
2: <laughs> that's good. So that was I mean, he still drew three though. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's he still draws three, but like at least I'm like kind yeah. of using it as a removal spell. So you the know? reason
2: the reason the bounce is so important is how do you ever beat a worm coil engine otherwise? Yeah, or like a batter a batter skull, right? Like, yeah. It really helps against, like, the, the stuff that, like, you would normally need black or white removal for. Mm-hmm. It's, like, your, like, crutch to, like, get you into the next attack step or yeah, at least let you, like... All the stuff goes over the top of you. Yeah, yeah. So, what I, what and I really it helps want... you play the tempo game, too, when you're being hyper-aggressive. So it's like a split card in that aspect.
0: I, what I really want to do to the deck is find a way to include at least, like, a, a sealifier or a... Uh, a mission's bobble. Just oh, you want a, a bobble as a one of because I found very often that like the four or five goyf just wasn't good enough. Really? It gets just, dis- it just gets dismembered. Oh. but I I played against like three black decks that have dismembered. So it was just like it was annoying for me personally. Mm. So I might try to find a way to jam like the like the the the, the sixth card type into you're probably into better the deck. off
2: just playing the four stubborn denial honestly.
0: Probably, yeah. Like um I don't know. Yeah, but the deck was sweet. I wasn't even running the complete sideboard. Uh, I was running late to Magic, and I, I just mean, like, that picked up a bunch was of my stuff. Best guess, so. <laughs> I just picked up a bunch of cards, and I was like, yeah, this will do. This, this is fine.
2: Yeah, the sideboard probably needs work. I don't know. I just played cards that I thought were sweet, like Rough yeah. Temple. <laughs> Rough Temple's, like, hyper sweet. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I played a Fire Spot over that one.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's not bad. It's kind of the same thing.
0: It, yeah, it was like, you know, Sweeper for sweeper for yeah, Aaron. you pay one Aaron. extra mana
2: and you get the ability to uh to kill everything that costs, yeah, yeah three so uh, are the only one who
1: doesn't have like a love affair for teamer i think so god i have a massive
2: heart on for teamer <laughs> uh, uh my commander my main commander is animar yeah it's real good um, i love it rug delver is just like my baby and legacy and i'm so sad that my baby had to get like taken out back and put down <laughs> so getting, <laughs> getting to play in modern feels real nice trading the the mongoose for mandrels oh i heard that a lot on friday i was like oh look
0: like somebody's playing legacy over here
2: yeah yeah so that, that, <laughs> me too. yeah and i was like no force of all our wasteland who yeah. needs them <laughs> <laughs> stubborn Denial doing a good impression. Turns out the only one who could stop the pseudo
1: legacy deck was another pseudo legacy deck.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and then uh, I played Affinity Online. I went 4 1 in a league, which was cool. I lost to a Storm deck that was just like, getcha, getcha good. It's the same as last week. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I just finished a league
2: and went. You need to Spell Pierce in the board or something.
0: I went 3 and 2 and that was fine you know made my money back and got a, a treasure chest which i opened because i'm scum
2: there <laughs> i in peak value right now you should have been selling it i know one.
0: i know i was just like i was just one like it's like all right i already broke even with my with my points i might as well just open this one it was bad uh, it was super bad zach's gonna like come in here and just like smack you down <laughs> uh Zach and then i'm <clears throat> I'm like, uh, I'm down a game. I've only played one match in my new one, and I've lost it. It was like... Oh, might as well just uh, drop now.
2: Yeah, I've just dropped. Caps lock, D-R-O-P. It was
0: was the mirror, and I just had really bad hands. Just like, was like, this is a keepable six, but if I mulligan to five, I probably won't find anything as good. Fine, I'll keep it, and like, draw garbage for the rest of the game. Like, all right, that's fine. That's fine. The deck can do that to me every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, I don't think I see, saw any cool decks. KCI is like is like the coolest deck I saw, but that's like uh, a usual deck in my meta, which is like... I'm sorry. Great. Awesome. I'll just <laughs> sit here and do nothing. Um, what about
2: you guys? Do you guys see any cool decks? Uh, I saw... I'm in like a chat group on Facebook. People who talk about Delver decks. Um, it's got some pretty good players in it and um there's this guy that keeps posting his results with a uh, grixis delver with reanimate main deck and it seems <laughs> sweet he has good results <laughs> with it and he's just like he's like yeah so you see everyone's playing death shaman and if you play reanimate in your deck you just have more death right shamans in the mirror <laughs> you
1: just kill what? their death
2: right and then you reanimate it <laughs> i was is that is that a real thing? Is that I is guess. that real? And everyone's like, oh yeah, that seems really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> what? What? And he's like, Yeah, What's it's insane. You yeah. just have more death rights. And then he's like, yeah, and then occasionally you just like crush the random jackass like sneaking show or reanimator player. And <laughs> <'Cause> it's, <laughs> it's both yards. Yeah. And That's he's, like, hey, he's like, he's like Grizzlebrand.
1: Uh, reanimate your grizzle brand
2: Yeah, like, or he's like, oh yeah, I played against this guy playing like you know, uh, I think it was like Esper Mentor or Jeskai Mentor or something. And he just like posts a screenshot and it's like his side of the board is like Mentor token token, like engor and his opponent has like Mentor token. And he's like, yeah, I won that game. <laughs>
0: oh my god, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs>
2: Oh man.
0: Like hedging points, like hedging like small percentage points in the mirror.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um it's it's kind of like uh it, it feels really similar to uh you know, your your pick last week. Um uh claim to the fame this book card. Claim to fame, yeah. Oh claim to fame, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like it, it feels a really similar role to claim to fame, but you could take your opponent stuff too, right? Yeah. And then it has the uh instead of having the upside of the you know of fame. <clears throat> you get the upside of just randomly killing people with their own like their own crap their spiders. own creature yeah their own yeah 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 <gasps> so like you know your your opponent you know is on like i don't know like you know death and taxes or some garbage and you just like you know take i don't know like <laughs> they just with their flicker it, wisp totally their flicker and flicker their batter school token yeah. or something right like you know there's all sorts of room for play on garbage how funny like would it be if like Mother
1: runes you play against a manless dredge the flip a chancellor and you're just like reanimate your chancellor
0: <laughs> so good
2: yeah 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 so it's it's got like all these like fringe you know potential upsides um and it's it's taking the i think i don't think he's playing like stifles in this list so you know you've got you've got some some flex slots there when you're not playing you know with stifle or therapy main deck um you know some people choose to play like an extra pyromancer and another pierce or the stifles of the therapies this guy has got like two reanimates i think um it's really sweet uh i kind of want to try it out but like i don't know like <laughs> it's hard i'm trying to stick to kind of i try not to go off the beaten path on my testing because i'm just trying to like jam games get as many games in as i can um but i don't know i'm kind of tempted to try out like at least a league with the reanimator package but like, yeah. i just have such a love affair with stifle i was uh play testing with against Jundan legacy over the weekend <clears throat> and just like you know they're just like oh Liliana, and you're like uh stifle the minus two clean it up on the back ends like sure whatever um, pretty good pretty stuff good. like that yeah Side note, like Grixis Delver just like literally can't beat Chains of Mistopheles. Mephistopheles. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's just like that card's just bad shit insane. Yep. Uh, I actually had a situation where I had my hand was like um, I could have like probed on the on my on like on the play on turn one and I didn't, mm-hmm. or no, it was on the draw. I could have probed on the draw. And I didn't, and um, then I drew like Pro Brainstorm after he played Chains, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I ended up just actually. Um, brainstorming Mm -hmm. into the chains on purpose so that you can so it's it's, you you put back probe draw a card yeah put back probe draw a card (laughs) huh put back some other garbage in my hand draw a card put two back and i'm actually like up up a card yeah Um, sure yeah yeah (laughs) um narrow yeah yeah super narrow (laughs) and it filled my yard up for um hey for uh ginglier which is like the only way I was gonna win at that point that's funny <laughs> yeah so, um,
0: but yeah I did I do remember actually not that you mentioned uh, beating your opponent with your own creatures <clears throat> I do remember there was a deck that I played against in modern that was a restore balance as foretold deck uh, but uh-huh. but it played an enchantment. I don't remember the name of the enchantment. Maybe you guys will know this one. Uh, if you were to draw a card, instead you exile the top of your opponent's library and you may cast cards from your opponent's... Li- uh, from your opponent's, the cards you exile this way. I don't remember the name of the enchantment, but that's what it was. And so essentially my opponent got to draw... You, like essentially your opponent draws it's your like deck. Gaunty. Is that like Shared Fate? Shared Fate, that's what it's it was.
2: Symmetrical though?
0: Yeah, that's what it was. It was shared fate.
2: Is this isn't modern?
0: Yeah. It's a it's a block card. Oh my god. And so so he was playing Affinity from that point on, and I was playing Restore Balance, but I had oh, a Mox cards. Opal. Yeah, I had a Mox Opal and three artifacts. So it was just like I could still cat like I got to cast one of his serum visions, right? But I just exiled one of his cards instead of drawing, and then I got to set up his next two draws with my scry two trigger.
2: You know, right. I got to, I got to enjoy this exact same interaction on Friday. Actually, uh, Kevin and I were playing Swans with one deck, sort of drawing <laughs> off the same deck of cards. And so yeah, you like Serum Visions, and then you like scry the shit card to the top, and then like the not so shit card below it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and so like we're at a point where there's like no no like fetchable lands left in the deck and I like ice serum visions and I'm like yeah take this shitty fetch land and there was like a cryptic command and I put the cryptic command second
0: and oh, he like my God. draws
2: it and he thinks for a second and then he just cracks it and fails to find a shuffle like the cryptic <laughs> command I <I'm>, was like no <laughs> That's funny.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And so and so yeah I played against this deck and it was just like like that game he won. Because I had he cast like a signal pest and played two Ink Moth Nexuses. And I was like, alright. Cute. Fucking hilarious. This is what it feels like. I understand now.
2: Uh, <laughs> but the end of the games is just like God, I you deserve to lose that game out. for letting your opponent resolve a five mana enchantment. He just like ramped into it. No, he didn't even ramp into
0: it. He played ramped it into it. He played it after like restore balancing twice yeah he like it and, so, and so after that i was just like okay if you want to restore balance that's fine i'm just going to keep like hyper aggressive hand so i dump my hand out his deck just like, has
2: no win conditions in it basically right yeah so he, put, he uses yours as win conditions yeah yeah but you do you do like you basically don't have a win condition at that point is how yeah. is how that wins yeah
0: other than like i can abrupt decay also whatever, don't have a way he, to
1: remove shared fate
0: yeah, yeah. not one single very life. important um that's just good deck building (laughs) (laughs) uh and so yeah at at some point i was just like okay you want to play this game i'll dump my hand out before you can cast as foretold and then when you restore when you restore balance like you have to discard to my hand size which is zero it worked each time it was fantastic Mainlands will get there wow anyways sorry i didn't mean to to cut you off chris Tell me
1: about your deck, please. So, uh, actually, I saw something that was passed on me by good old Johnny Boy over here. Um, there was a CFB article about humans, and so that article was a little bit different. because it was in the re- uh, blah, blah blah blah, it was in the context of Unified Team Unified Modern. Modern. Mm-hmm. So there were some like deck building constri- uh, restrictions as far as like sideboarding and lands were concerned. But, yeah, So th- he was trying to come up with uh, what he thought the best humans list was. And so one of the lists that was posted had three phantasmal images in it. That seems good, right? Which seems kind of sweet, right? Yeah, you
0: know, definitely. You,
1: you just get more Thali's Lieutenants or more Reflector Mages or more Freebooters or, you know, whatever it is you need, you get more of
0: them. As long as you have it. Or and, I mean, hell, even like their creature, right? If yeah, you can just copy their creature it. too.
1: Like, oh, worm coil, huh? I right, well, I guess we both have worm <laughs> coils. You know, sure. And, <laughs> I and just, just thought it was like, really pretty funny adorable, situation. right? And, and, and I guess like most of the time, if you're copying, especially if you're copying a human, right, your own human, like what removal spell is targeting this image that isn't killing it anyway? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the, the drawback of Port the image
1: goal. is like ah. pretty pretty minimal. I mean, I guess if you copy a three drop and they can push it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you um, copy the three drop, it was probably reflector mage. So you got to bounce something beforehand anyway. I guess a
0: really cool interaction you could do is like, f- like flood your board against like an emerald deck, right? And then keep a vial on two and just sacrifice everything else but the vial, and then after damage, if you're still alive, you can, you can phantasm image their emerald. <laughs> Yeah, just copy the... No, see, so you just, like, respond to the Annihilation, activate the
1: Vial, copy the Emarkle, and then you can stack the Vial, too, right? You don't need that. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, okay, let's do this. Like, what are they going to do? Bolt your image? They can't. It's an Emrakul. <laughs>
0: Correct. <laughs> Speaking of cool decks, uh, let's move on to this Challenger deck stuff that Wizards is talking about.
1: So, uh, it appears that... Um, Wizard has announced that they're gonna do away with the versus the dual deck series Um, So I think they said the last dual deck is gonna be coming out I can't remember the date Sometime early next year And after that they're gonna be replaced by what they're calling challenger decks So um, from my, my understanding the challenger decks are supposed to be like competitive level standard decks For the low low price of 30 bucks so I think this sounds like a really great thing, right? You know, $30 is not a lot. It, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit about the like event decks they had back in the day.
2: Yeah, right? definitely. The
1: idea behind the event deck was you can buy one, you can play it at an F&M to be fairly competitive with it. So it seems like it's kind of uh, harking back to, to those days. And I remember uh, one of the... Uh, one of those decks had, like, a Thrag Tusk in it or something, and mm-hmm. that was back when, you know, Thrag Tusk was first printed, and everyone was Cliff on top the...
2: Top Retreat was in one of them, too. I remember buying some of them to get my hands on some Cliff Retreats. Yeah, and so, <laughs> like, because it had, like, the Thrag Tusk, by, like, by itself,
1: it was worth buying the, the dual deck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or the the event deck.
0: Yeah, so, I think... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I think this is this is good. I think it makes Standard way more accessible... Uh, to those players who are just like standard it's so expensive like yada 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 like okay here's like a semi competitive deck spend like $20 and like yeah. upgrade it
1: so I, I kind of wonder how it's going to impact like hard pricing or whatever because I mean mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's no way that like Wizards could be like oh yeah by the way here's 75 the, the exact 75 of like stock team or energy for 30 bucks right yeah but like what reasonable. if they what
0: if they what, do they won't. But,
1: but so, like, like, even if, but even not, if the deck has a like point. a Chandra, right? It's already worth thirty dollars.
2: So oh, you yeah. get yeah. a Chandra like and maybe like
1: some lands and you know a couple staples. Like, you know, well, no, it's, it's I think gonna, it's, like it's gonna help bring the, the
2: prices down regardless. I think these are like um a even better product than the old event decks because they they the way they word this um they say specifically that let's see here sorry i'm gonna trying to find it now because they've got the text broken up in a very illogical way they say these decks are intended to be very strong and feature many rares as well as at least two mythic rares like this isn't just like oh you got a thrag tusk as like your chase card like yeah many many rares and at least two mythic rares like that sounds like a sizable portion of the cards in the deck that matter right yeah, yeah. So um, I, I guess it also
1: could be like msrp is 30 dollars but stores might decide that these are actually
2: a hell of a lot more expensive than $30. i really hope they just print them enough to meet demand and that won't be a problem like yeah but yeah there's a lot of good things going on here i, I also want to point out that they're they're coming with they come with a sideboard 15 card sideboard yeah oh it's a full really? 75 yeah. Yeah. it's a full 75 and, and it's sleeved up uh, it comes with a uh, box capable of holding 75 sleeved cards. It does not say the cards come pre-sleeved, but it is capable of holding 75 sleeved oh, cards. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Um, But uh, I like the quick reference guide. It's like tips and tricks. But um, they say that their, their play development team, which is their new team, it's like, like stocked full of hand-picked pros off like the SEG circuit and some off the Pro Tour, mm-hmm. are going to be making these decks. And they're trying to make them into... Um, like real successful standard decks. Like they're not just like, oh, this is like some other deck. This is like actually based on like a real, yeah, like currently this is a, successful meta deck. Like
0: you could take, you could possibly take this to to like a, a tournament and do well with
2: it. Yeah. And they've kept the turnaround as short as possible too. They said they're gonna try to get these out the door as soon as possible after developing the decks so that they're not like out of date and irrelevant by the time they come out, right? That makes sense. Previously they had to kind of look they had to kind of look ahead and say, Well, here's what we think a deck will kinda look like and here's some cards that we know are good because they're pushed, right? And they were just like, This is like what we think a okay deck will look like. These are like actually like they're looking at the current meta, putting the real cards that are in the deck in the deck. And then printing it as soon as possible and getting it into people's hands, which is just great because that means you're like way, way more, way more likely to get like a real deck that way rather than like an event deck, right? Like that was yeah. the, event decks were a joke. Like oh, you came up with an event deck that's not a real deck. That's like it's pre-constructed, right? This is like trying to be the opposite of that and be like a budget out-of-the-box version of a real deck, which I think is really cool. All right. Well, uh,
0: I guess speaking of things that wizards should or shouldn't be doing.
2: Let's talk about that cube the changes to the cube more specifically yeah, they have made some interesting changes they uh i they actually announced these before we did the last cast i believe um but i didn't see any posts about it i don't i don't know if they've like broadcast this anywhere but i had a a linked uh bookmark um to the changes they made last year, and I clicked on it just out of curiosity today, and they'd updated it. It was I was shocked. Which of the Coast <laughs> updated a web page, like instead of breaking it and leaving it like in the garbage, like they usually do. Usually they just have like discarded broken hyperlinks up the wazoo for That's funny years on end. But uh, in this case, they actually um, they updated it, and it's got uh, relevant information. For, uh, they updated it on the fifth of December.
0: So I've, what are what are your standout five? Five that were removed. Like, oh, that that were, were, removed. were
2: removed. That yeah, that you're happy or gone or sad or gone. Just stand out. Either one I guess. Let's see here. Um Seasons Past stands out to me as just being an absolute garbage card that I'm glad they took out. Um I feel like that was just like drags. No one ever actually took that card. hmm Um I'm really kind of surprised. Same with life Bane
1: zombie.
2: Yeah, life Bane zombie was also like a very fringe card that almost never got picked up. Um, and then this is kind of cheating but as a whole they, they took out a lot of aggressive cards um, red ones specifically they cut um, let's see here they cut lightning mauler they cut searing blaze uh, smashes from the Rains actually counts as well uh, brimstone volley Dragon Cargan uh, dragon lord um, and uh, craters claws also got cut they just cut a lot of like decent red cards um, it really stands out to me. Um, that kind of rounds out my list, I guess. So
1: I guess the the card I'm saddest to see go is probably Everflowing Chalice. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like playing the Mono Brown Ramp decks, and you know,
2: losing a, a Mana Rock doesn't feel good. And then I replacing think the, it with Godfaro's Gift just seems kind of weird. Yeah, I think that's the worst part about some of these changes, is that the cards that they replace them with just don't really make sense, right? <clears throat> <laughs> like um furrow's gift replacing overflowing shellish just feels very strange god gift feels like a, uh, it's gonna be you know next year's um, seasons past like oh good I'm glad they took this out like why would th- no one ever pick this card right yeah um, so it feels like a step forward step backwards when they're like taking you know, like, do nothing cards out and putting do nothing cards in um, and maybe it they, combos with like goblin Wilder. I yeah it just seems bad and then they took they took out all these, you know, red aggro cards, um, and they, they put in a bunch of rituals, like red rituals. As if Storm, storm, storm was <laughs> if Storm wasn't forced <laughs> enough, right? Yeah, so it's they added Stride of
1: Flame, just Ritual, Pure Ritual, and Mana Flare.
2: Like okay. Yay. Yeah, it's a huge shot in the arm for Storm decks. So I, what I was talking before about you know, whether we recommended playing Mono Red or not, or the aggro deck. I i don't think i can really recommend playing mono red anymore like no i mean
0: it, it's, it's just kind of lost some of its key card honestly
2: yeah i mean these weren't like the creme de la creme but they were like but all like, solid second stringer cards for the most part searing Blaze and brimstone Valley, like that made your deck yeah you were they just were like they were solid if could, cards
0: if you could curve out on those like solid awesome yeah that made you pretty happy
2: but uh, fortunately, we did get some actually good cards out of the cube that i am excited to see some like really solid swaps Um, they added a bunch of stuff from Ixalan and Amonkhet, and I think some of them are, like, really good cards. Um, uh, Adonto Vanguard is actually a really solid get for, um, aggro. Um, It's Mm -hmm. a white card. Um, this card is actually just really good at getting in. It's very resilient. Being able to gain indestructible lets you really just push hard on the battlefield. It's resistant to board wipes. Um, this is definitely, like, a solid aggro card. I am sad that they took out, um... Marty Woe Reaper though, and it wasn't a swap actually. It looks like they took out Marty Woe Reaper and put in Legion's Landing, which is also cool. um But they took out Spirit of the Labyrinth for Dante Vanguard. I would have rather they left Woe Reaper in. Honestly, like more one mana two ones is um, definitely where you want to be for the aggro decks. And when they start, you know, trimming down on this critical mass, they, they just get worse. Mm-hmm. So that's a little frustrating. Um and they added Search Kanta, which I, I think you're excited it's about sweet, too, Chris, right? Yeah. yeah. That's definitely like that's a great cube card. Um I'm really excited to see that one. Um just what you want to be doing in cube, right? It's like a sweet card. Um it makes your bad reanimator deck not as bad. <laughs> yeah. Um and then they have some stuff like a hazaret got added. I think Hazeret is sweet. Um, mm-hmm. It is it is okay for the red deck, so it's, you have like kind of a, a little bit of an end game. Although I feel like these cube red decks don't always like empty out their hands quite like the, the standard ones can. Yeah. So like getting like heck bent for hazard might be a little little difficult in some games. Um, mm-hmm. I guess maybe you, your play patterns will be a little bit different if you know you have Hazoret in your deck. You're going to be like incentivized to just like shoot off those cards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you can, if you have the the option of doing that, so it's not too bad. But the Scarab God, though. Yeah, Scarab God's sweet. I'm excited to see that. I am sad they took out they took out Dragonlord Selmgar, which I think is a favorite of ours. That card is a sweet bomb and, and a number of different decks. So so that card's like the subject of many of our stories, whether they be sweet stories or bad beat stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mind control stuck on a dragon is a very powerful card. R.I.P. Right, yeah. um, Scarab dragon God, Lord, you'll be missed. Scarab God is also extremely powerful and it's a resilient threat, which is nice. Um, but it's uh, it's a little bit more slow and grindy, right? Um, and it kind of thrives in a deck when people are putting creatures in the graveyard, and if you're playing a deck that would in the past be cheating a, sca- uh, a, a Dragon some Thumbguard to play, that's not really the same type of deck that plays a Scarab God, right? Because you're probably not putting sweet stuff in the graveyard, and a lot of times your opponents are going to be putting creatures in, in the graveyard and, you know, in this cube when they're playing you know potentially unfair decks that aren't really caring much about creatures, and it's not really a great get for the the reanimator decks because, you know, your big fatty that you're killing them with isn't really the same, doesn't affect like the same punch when it's a 4-4. So, I mean, it doesn't incentivize you for playing stuff like um, the... Like, uh, what am I thinking of? The uh, guy with uh, Persist that destroys permanents. Um, Woodfall Primus. Woodfall Primus, yeah. yeah. Stuff like Woodfall Primus that has, like, really backbreaking effects. Um, attached to the body Are definitely better now With the Scarab God And you can maybe Shoehorn it into a deck like that So I'm excited to play with it I just don't think It's as powerful Of a card in the cube As car is um, And we also got Hostage Taker Which is sweet Yeah Hostage Taker is a great foil To some of the really Busted stuff people are doing Um problem is is you know your opponent cheats in a big fatty you hostage taker it and you might not be able to actually cast it right yeah just because you can pay me out of any color doesn't mean you really necessarily have like 10 15 mana laying around and then it gets removed and then
0: they just get it back and yeah the removal is a
2: little light in the in the format so you can be reasonably confident against some of these unfair decks that the hostage taker is like you know pretty likely to stick around especially if you have ways to protect it with counter magic or something Mm -hmm. so i think that's pretty solid um i think uh apex predator getting spot for rask seeker is just like Seems 100% like easy, upgrade. easy upgrade. Garuk yeah. is awful uh in this cube and Vraska is a pretty solid card. I could definitely see her seeing play. Uh she deals with a wide variety of permanents which is really excellent in a cube like this where people are playing with really broken enchantments and artifacts and creatures. Which is kind um, of what like it's it's kind of what Garouk tried to do but wasn't really He was really just too expensive and yeah, he just didn't didn't interact early enough to really be doing anything. Yeah. Um, whereas Vraska is a much more reasonable uh 6 mana and um, she can also help you just go wide, right? Um, you know, some of these decks can't deal with a pile of creatures and uh, she lets you do that. So, um, and she's a win condition, in, in a sense, that she, you know, can put your, their life to one and then you just clean them up with the, uh, the pirates that you made. So I think she's just a way more solid uh, option on the cube. I'm really excited to see her. Yeah, I think uh, Search for Spyglass is a pretty nice
1: upgrade from Pithing Um You know, sometimes you just lose games because you name something blind,
2: you name the wrong thing, <laughs> really yeah, definitely. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah the one mana versus two mana is not as relevant in cube at all um, you just really care about hitting a relevant card yeah but yeah. uh frequently you were in a position where you had to preemptively try to guess that because if the thing came into play it was too late so um, being able to preemptively kind of nail down with their scariest card in hand is really good but on the other hand we have Garbage like Razakhef, the foul blooded, coming in for Sidisi and Dead vizier. Sidisi was great. Um, it wasn't the most powerful card in the cube, but I thought it was sweet. Razakhef just looks like hot garbage. I don't know. Uh, he's an eight eight. This he's an eight such... eight. It's probably good in some like reanimator tokens deck. Yeah, I guess. I guess he's okay in reanimator. Like, I, you know, eight eight flying trample is fine. Um, yeah, like so the ability's cool, saucy. Like, yeah, it still like... takes three hits to kill him. It's yeah. not. A, it's not a two hitter. Um, it does find stuff, but you have to have creatures. Sacrifice another creature. You can't even sacrifice himself. Um, so you can't even like you know change him in and, and cash him in in response to removal. Yeah. So cash me outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moving yeah. on from that bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
0: it's time to wrap us up. Yep. For the end of the year. With Slot of the Week, where we tell you what card we are totally hyped about to play in our um, 75
2: John, let's start with you. My Slot of the Week is a card I am extremely hopeful to be playing this week. It is Library of Alexandria. I would very much like to draft one in cube. I would very much like to crush someone with a one in cube. Um, it is a just cascade of card advantage. the yeah. card is very difficult to beat especially on turn 1 oh baby um, it is
0: it's a really under undervalued card i think
2: i don't know why like the people that undervalue it are just
0: bad i've i've so, seen i've seen that card like past and table
2: like table yeah who would you that's, drafting that's with? that's strange
0: it's just like you know casual people like playing cards but it's just like like i feel like people they that just they've never
2: played against it before
0: yeah exactly <laughs> And like I didn't pick it because I wasn't doing that.
2: You weren't doing. <laughs> you weren't doing that. What was that winning?
0: <laughs> yep, you're. Exactly I didn't right. plan
2: to do any winning in this cube.
0: Exactly. That's exactly what I said.
1: But see, what's gonna happen is we're gonna open up a pack, and John's gonna be like, "Oh man, Library of Alexandra, screw this Sol Ring. We don't need that. Oh, yeah. Black Lotus, nah, that's a bad card. Yeah,
2: just take this library, and then we just get, get like strung on here. turn one every single game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating when that happens. I don't know. Um, Soul Ring, Ring, Lotus. I think Soul Ring easy over Lotus. Like you just take the Soul Ring unless, unless you're you know on pack three and you really have a deck where you just want that immediate shot in the arm of mana. I think Soul Ring is just like easy, easy better card. Yeah. Soul Ring versus Library though. I don't know. I'd think Come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I think Saurine. I think Saurine is the correct answer in my brain, but in my heart, <laughs> it's Alexandria. In my heart, it's Library of Alexandria because drawing extra cards is like it's great. crack it's cocaine. Fantastic. Yeah, it's like crack cocaine. If you so get a little hit. It gives you a little are hit every turbo turn. Turbo
1: out that tangle wire on the play, John.
2: Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: Yeah, Without exactly, John.
2: I won't even care about that tangle wire on the play if I have. Library of Alexandria. I'll have so many extra cards that my, my heinous gameplay won't even matter. Gross.
1: Until you <laughs> like, misclick
2: and tap your library for your tingle wire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe I should bring a, a new mouse home or something for uh, our cube drafts so I don't don't misclick away a, 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 a match. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how about you, Chris? What's your solo week? Well,.
1: um. I'm not really sure. It's probably going to be either Seachrome Coast, um, because looking at the human list, I'm starting to take a, a liking to the Four Horizon Canopy to Seachrome Coast uh, build of the deck instead of the Fetch Shock. Um, my feeling is that the the Fetch Shock version, at least when I was when I, was, when I was, when the matches I was playing it, it never matters which shock you get. It's always like your third land after you already have a, a like a ziggurat and a cavern, so the colors are basically irrelevant. And you're always fetch shocking. You're always taking the full three. If you're not taking the full three, then you would really wish this was a horizon canopy so you could turn it into a real card. So, I, as far as I'm concerned, the four canopies probably seems better. Cause you've, you know, if you've tapped it three times for mana, you've broken even with the fetch land that it used to be. Yeah. And you still have the option of turning it into a, a real card later on in the game, and start to to slow down and run out of gas. But there's still a chance that I uh, have the opportunity to play some Stitchy Boys on Friday. So I don't know. God. We'll we'll have to wait and see if on that one. God, the deck. Jeez. That deck is it's so
2: janky, but it's it's so fun. Who would win? One F and or a few stitchy boys <laughs> <laughs> like
1: it, it, if you think it's basically um modern high tide you know sure where you sit there and you do this combo for about 25 minutes and you're like am i dead and you're like, I, don't <laughs> I don't know i don't know <laughs> i could technically still fizzle and you know
2: are you sure you don't want to scoop
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you would you like to concede
2: you know, it's, it's like, like you part of high tide. It's like,
1: oh, another time spiral, huh?
2: Mm. It's like, am I dead? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, people watch them like, stop, stop! He's already dead.
1: <laughs> or sometimes, like, I know you're dead, but I just have to cast enough spells so that my bird of paradise is lethal.
2: <laughs> it's got a skill on him a little bit. It's like ten power, I- not enough power. I require additional power. Twenty? Not enough, let's get up to a nice 50 power. You know, what if you have some life gain? I don't know. <laughs> deflecting palm. Wouldn't want to lose to, you know, not of the Bone or something.
1: Yeah, I gotta get my def- yeah, I gotta, gotta play around my deflecting palms, so I gotta make a, a huge fate stitcher and a bird. That way, when you deflecting pull my bird, I can abruptly decay it in response. Get good! <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Anyway, what about you, Steven? Uh, my, uh, I'm going to pick two because, uh, because we're going to be gone for so long. Um, <laughs> that's my, that's Spoilers. my Spoilers. reasoning. for
2: the upcoming weeks.
0: Miri, the Weatherlight Duelist. Uh, it was a legendary creature out of the green-white uh, cats deck, uh pre-con deck. Um let me let me just read this card out loud for a second. Yeah, I have no idea what this card is. That's goes. a bad art. Uh green, white, and one, first strike. Whenever this creature attacks, each opponent can't block with more than one creature this combat. As long as this creature is tapped, no more than one creature can attack you each combat into three two.
2: Um, <laughs> it's legendary like creature. That, it's like that Dota character. Uh <laughs> You guys don't play Dota, do you? I haven't played in a while. There's nope. a champion who's like, their their ult is like one v one me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like no one else can damage either of you. You just fight each other. That's funny. <laughs> I choose it's a you. Duel or something, I think is what it's called. Yeah, that's what this feels so, like. Uh, so legion commander. It's legion commander's ult.
0: <laughs> that is uh, my new commander that I'm working on. Uh, and I will be trying to make it fun to play, like not just like super competitive against, you know, the spikes that I play with, but like an actual casual deck that I can sit down with like any group and be like, this is fun. Look at us having fun, having all the fun. Anyways, anyways, my last card that I was going to say is Hooting Mandros because I'm all about that Rugged over. As a reminder, this is our last podcast for the year. Um, We will be taking a break for the holidays. um, But we will be posting some Cube videos, uh, hopefully within the coming weeks. And hopefully some other content for you guys to eat up. So please stick around uh, our website. Stay tuned. Or go like us on Facebook. That's where we
2: post all of our... Yeah, you guys have been slacking. Like... I got to work extra hard to make sure you guys know about new stuff because no one's liking the Facebook page.
0: We know we have followers. We see the statistics. There's a few of you guys. Let's like that Facebook page. Uh, we'll post all our new content on there. And, um, yeah, have a good New Year. Have a
2: good Happy Holidays. Good stuff, you know. Yeah, happy Holidays, everyone. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. It's been, like, how many months has it been now? Like five months or something, something like, like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. 14, uh, yeah. Went by real quick anyways thank you guys
0: for checking us out all year and sticking around to the very end if you're new also thank you for coming and checking us out if you're wondering where you can find our uh multiple videos of contents and some articles you can head over to mtgconflex.com. you can also find us on facebook twitter and youtube under the same name mtg Complex, one word And if you have any suggestions or comments that you'd like us to read, please feel free to email us at themtgconflux at gmail.com. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around. We hope you'll join us next year. Later.